Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Swipe Club. I'm your host, Robert Woodley, and today we've got our guest co-host back, Michelle Noma. Hey everyone. Hey Michelle, how have you been? I've been great. How about you? Not too bad. Everything's been a little crazy with uh, you know, the COVID stuff, so I know it's it's been a while since we've gotten an episode out, but wanted to get you back on the air with me and talk about a few different things. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. How's your uh, dating experiences been since the last time we spoke and had you on the show? Oh, they've been good. Just good? Um, yeah. <laughs> good. Some pretty good. Well, the good um, thing is, is with, uh, you know, COVID starting to calm down, I think things are starting to open up a lot more and giving us all a lot more um, ability to get out and about. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I definitely feel more comfortable getting back out there, so... Good. So on today's topic that I want to talk about, it's something that's near and dear to me. And um, it's something that I've been preaching for a while, wanted to bring it up to you and talk to you about it, get your thoughts and see what our listeners think about as well. And these are the three main attributes I think everybody needs to have to have a great relationship. Um, I believe that if you have these three, and you master them, you and your partner, you're going to have an awesome relationship. And I'm going to start backwards. And I think the first thing I'm going to talk about is time. I think it sounds kind of obvious, but you wouldn't believe in how many people don't make time for their significant other. And I think it's huge. I know we're all busy, but I think it's a point of making time for that other person. And not everybody does that. And, you know, stepping out of, uh, you know, the usual schedule that you might have to try to make it work. Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, you know, very important. And I, I've noticed, um, like of recent for me, it's, yeah, like I've always been excited to go out. I'm a very social person. Um, but I'm like, Oh, you know, do I want to stay home or do I want to go out? And so making, yeah, making that time for people and, um, I don't know. I think just with COVID and being stuck at home, I got a little bit more comfortable just being at home as opposed right. to going out. So right. I'm like, for me, it wasn't a problem before. And now I'm like, you know, weighing what I'd rather, how I'd rather spend my time, I guess. Absolutely. And, you know, it starts right even from the beginning. So I've seen in the past when I'm getting to know somebody with online dating even, and I, it, it could be, you know, like it could be a Wednesday and I'm saying, hey, what's your weekend look like, you know, for that very first meeting? And then they'll, they'll give me something like, oh, well, I'm going to Vegas with my friends. And then on Monday and Tuesday of next week, I've got some really big uh, presentations coming up and that I've got to prepare for. And then I've got my kids on Wednesday and Thursday. So, I mean, at this point, we're scheduling 10 days out. And I think it's ridiculous. So if, you know, if you can't do that, if you can't, if you don't have the time to date, you shouldn't be dating. So, if, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to this podcast and you're one of them, you need to get your house in order. I don't know. I I am that person that's 10 days out. 
So I'm not, <laughs> I'm getting the head shake. No. Um, I'm a busy person. And I'm, like I said, before COVID, I'm not one to sit at home. So I make plans. And yeah, if I do, like if I have matched with someone and I've started um, kind of talking with someone, I'll make sure I don't book every day. Um, I'll leave some days open. And that's how I'm a planner. So that's why I'm kind of like, so what's your schedule look like? So I make sure to leave like, the right days open. Um, but yeah, it's when you throw kids in the mix and you're only available 50% of the time. Um, Michelle. And, no, and I'm going to tell you too. Um, that's why, you know, when they say, you know, like guys are like, oh, I don't want to be pen pals. I want to go out. Um, I only have so much free time. So I want to chat with you a little bit to make sure I'm, choose, you know, spending my time wisely and that you're someone that I want to take that time Michelle, to get to know 45 minutes if you can't if you can't plan 45 minutes three four five days out from today that's that's kind of crazy well I'll tell you my last first date was three hours so well for right. me it's like I'm not gonna just do pencil in 45 minutes because you know then it looks like you're penciling two dates in at once you're like oh I gotta go <laughs> No, not at all. It, it it shows to me. It shows a sacrifice. Like, okay, she's she has a busy life, and she's actually going to set aside forty five minutes to meet me for coffee, and we're going to chat. And then, who knows if it's that awesome? You might even try harder to fit that person in and make time in, um, because ten days out, that person could meet somebody else and they're gone. And you could say, well, you know, that that's the way. You know, that's destiny. We weren't we weren't meant to be, but. Um, yeah. And, and I think, and, and I have to wonder too, if it's a precursor of that future relationship. Mm, I don't think so. Because think once so? I go, no, once I go on a first date and if it goes well, then I'm going to make sure to have more time for that person. Good. But I think it's just like the initial meeting, you know, you just kind of start chatting and like you're, I don't my schedule's already in place, you know? So, um, and you don't always expect to meet people. So it's not like you just randomly, you know, I'm not just going to keep my schedule open in case I meet someone. No, no, I, I completely agree with that. And I think it's, it, it's all about matching up your schedule with the other person because the other person could be a busy person too. And I, I don't think it's, it's not a matter of being clingy. So if somebody's listening to this podcast and saying, oh, Robert might be a clingy person because I'm not, but I, I don't think it's too much to ask if, if, uh, if it's a Wednesday and I'm saying, hey, let's meet for coffee and you can't do it on the Monday of next week or the Tuesday of next week, I, I do think that's I would have to stay, take a step back and say, okay, this person might not be uh, ready to date. This person might not have the time to date right now. Mm, I disagree. Mm. But, I think people make time for who they want to make time for. Oh, exactly. I've said that in past episodes with the texting. Right. Yeah. So I think at, at the response rate of someone responding or replying to your text is a direct correlation to how interested they are in you. And the same thing goes for making time for somebody. If you met somebody for 45 minutes for coffee and it was just like, oh, it was okay. You know, that person was fun, but I'm not sure if it's going to go anywhere. Well, then, yeah, I can see you pushing 10 days out. But if you do meet that person, you're like, wow, this person's really awesome. And um, I want to hold their interest before they lose interest. We all know how easily women get bored <laughs> and move on to that next person. 
Yeah, I don't think it's like 10 days out from like the first meeting. It's like, and that's not always 10 days out. No, but I'm I know. just saying, I think sometimes getting the first meeting scheduled um, can be challenging, you know, depending on some, you know, if you both have kids, depending on when your schedules line up, don't line up. Um, yes. I just think, yeah, timing can be. But yeah, I think once you do meet and then if there's a connection, then it makes things a lot more easier and people are more willing to make time and um, and be it could be a little more frequent. Absolutely. And I think that kind of segues me into the number two top attribute, I think, of a relationship, which is communication. So, you know, you can say you need to communicate what type of a busy person you are. You know, I'm super busy. It doesn't mean that I'm not interested in you. It just means I'm super busy and I am interested, but we need to figure this out and, you know, make the timing work, especially if, you know, kids are involved, um, a job's involved, uh, you know, somebody like me where I've got kids, job and a school schedule right. to deal with uh, being a grad student. So it, uh, it definitely does pile up. But communication is huge, huge, huge on my list. Um, I, I'm maybe it's the New Yorker in me, but I'm very direct um, to the point, you know, tactfully. I try not to be rude, um, honest. Um, I, I think it just like, let's cut to the chase type of thing. Um, and there's all kinds of things that, that come along with that. You know, it's um, there's less misunderstandings, less. Um, guessing in the relationship, I guess. But, uh, and, and, and answer me this, Michelle. So you always hear from women saying, I want a guy that's a good communicator. Um, I, I always hear women saying that guys are really poor communicators. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I think I agree with you hundred percent on this one. Communication is so important. And I think too, like, I, I will say I've not always been a great communicator in, in some of my relationships, um, but I think now at the stage of life I'm in, I'm, I'm much more direct as well. So I, yeah, I don't want to waste time, more cut to the chase, like is there something here, is there not? Um, but yeah, men, a, a lot of men that I've ran into are not the best communicators, but there are some that are great at it. I try. I try. <laughs> It's, uh, no, I, I think it's a, it's a good thing. And I think, um, but you also have that age old cliche of women not saying exactly how they feel and expecting that guy to be a mind reader. So it happens both ways. So I, ladies listening to this and men listening to this, you know, come out and say it. It's, you know, be direct. Um, you don't have to be rude about it. You can be tactful, but be direct and say what is on your mind. Um, it's not always bad. You know, sometimes it can be a good thing. And, um, you know, one thing that I like to say is part of communicating is being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And there is courage and vulnerability. Absolutely. Remember that I said that. There is courage and vulnerability. I'm huge on that. And it, it's it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to communicate, you know, if you kind of don't know where you're at with a person in a relationship, whether it's a new relationship or even something that's been going on for a while, it's okay to say, um, you're super awesome, I'm totally into you. It's okay to be the first one to break that ice. It's okay to give the first, I love you. And you've gotta be able to do that. And if you if you don't, there could be a stalemate if there's two yeah. poor communicators and then the relationship falls apart. Right. So I'm big on that. Um, 
be vulnerable and let your communication roll. And the other thing is, I've been told by women in the past, oh, well, you're overthinking things. And I've thought about that for a while. I said, well, that's got to say something to Robert because women tend to be overthinkers. (laughs) Well, well, what I'm getting at is it's, it's a communication thing. So what I've started saying is if somebody tells me don't over or don't overthink it, I'll look back at you and I'll say, well, don't let me overthink it. I'm overthinking it because you're not giving me all the details. Give me all the details, be a communicator. Cause if you don't, I'm filling in the blanks with right. stuff that may or may not be true. Absolutely. And then I'm feeling insecure about something or I'm feeling angry about something because you did not give me all the details. So if you're listening to this right now, I'm, I'm telling everybody listening to the Swipe Club podcast, <laughs> don't let your significant other overthink because, and if they are, it's your fault. You, you need to take the blame because you're not communicating. And I think it's it's really big. Yeah, that's a really good point. I like the way you frame that. Um, but yeah, because if yeah, if there's blanks there, that person's gonna fill them in, and it's yeah, not always with accurate information, and they're usually gonna go worst case scenario. It's the natural so, thing to do, right? Yeah. So, uh, I think another thing that I think is really important that goes along with communication is arguing. I mean, that's that's a direct communication. Um, I, I think it's healthy to have a disagreement when you're getting to know somebody in a relationship. Um, all it says is, you know, I thought it was black and you thought it was white, and let's try to come to an agreement on stuff. And I think, I think men and women can be better arguers. Mm-hmm. One of the things that 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 guys hate about dealing with the female in an argument is the fact that you guys hold on to that argument for days. Now, guys listening to this will agree with me. If a guy <laughs> gets angry with another guy and they're pissed off about something, it lasts a few hours. And by the next day, we're hanging out talking about last weekend's football game. And that's all there is. Now, if a guy argues with a female, it can go on for days. Or if, even if a female gets in a fight with a female, it can go on for a month. It's ridiculous. Ladies, if you're having a disagreement with your significant other, you're having a disagreement with that guy, get it out, find out what happened, get to the bottom of it, and you know, get over it. I, I know it sounds easier said than done, but hash it out. Don't give that I'm not talking to you type attitude. It doesn't work. Well, I don't know who you're arguing with, Robert, but... Um... <laughs> I'd say for me, it's not so much that it lasts for days. Yeah, I think you can communicate, work through it. But I think what the problem, probably more so with myself is, is that in the past, I've not communicated. So if something has bothered me, I just sweep it under the rug and sweep it under the rug and sweep it under the rug. And then something else happens and you've like buried, pushed so much down that everything comes out at once. So it's not just whatever the current argument is. It's like these other things that just kind of got pushed down and then they all surface at once, making it Why? larger. Um, Why did they all get swept under the rug? Well, I'd say for me, you know, I'm not a confrontational person. So, and my communication wasn't great. So I would just kind of roll with things instead of communicating that I was upset about something. No, you're um, right. And, and I'm, 
I'm a culprit of the exact same thing. And it's something that I've been trying to change. I think it's part of communication. It's part of being a good communicator. As soon as something goes wrong, address it. Say, hey, this didn't make me feel good. This made me sad. This made me feel angry, insecure, whatever it might have been. And address it, nip it in the bud right there. And then get over it. Again, just like I keep saying, get over it. Now, if your significant other continues to do this over and over and it's a problem, well, then then it is a larger issue and it's probably not going to be taken care of in an hour. Right. But if it's if it's something new and something just kind of coming up, yeah, fix it and just move on. I mean, that's what couples do, right? And that's yeah. how you get to know each other. I think that's that's a really huge, huge part. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to uh, to drag it out. It it doesn't help anything. I mean, what does it do? Right. It just shows that you're pissed, and then maybe you lost a a day of hanging out and having fun together because of that that whole issue. Um, just not good. Yeah, no, I agree. Communication. It's huge. Yes. It's huge. So. Here it is. The number one thing that I want to talk about. Dun, 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 dun. Exactly. That trumps <laughs> everything else is effort. Now, effort can be looked at a lot of different ways. It could be, you know, being the one that uh, says good morning every morning. It could be the person that's uh, paying for dinner every time you go out or paying for lunch or the person that agrees to drive or the person that's buying you little fun gifts or the person that um, is saying, I love you all the time. And I think every single person that's listening to my voice right now needs to think about effort in a few different ways. So this effort can be with your coworkers. It can be with a family member. But, you know, most of all, because of the show, Swipe Club, we're talking about your significant other. And it applies to all of those, though. So I think everybody right now, if you're listening to this, you need to step back for a second and say to yourself, how is that effort going with my significant other? Is It, it could be three different things. Either you're putting in all of the effort or they're putting in all of the effort or it's even, you know, and, and sometimes it's going to be 60-40. It's not going to be perfect. But if you're seeing it constantly uh, in 80-20, there's a problem there. And... I've had people come to me in the past when I brought this up and said, oh, well, Robert, you're, you're just keeping score. And I tried to kind of backpedal and said, no, not really. But the more I think about it, yeah, I'm going to own it. I am keeping score. And I think every single person listening to this podcast should keep score. Oh, I'm going to disagree with you again. Go so first it. of all, this is where I'm going to go. So it shouldn't be 50-50, 80-20, 70-30. It should be 100-100. So I've both sides should be giving 100%. Right. There's going to be days where you've had a rough day, you're off, whatever, and you don't give that 100%. But everyone should be shooting for 100 because who says, oh, I'm going to shoot for 50%. That's a failing grade. I used to be a teacher. Like, that's not okay in my book. So I think it should be 100 or 100. Both people should be giving maximum effort. Um, and I don't think you should keep score. Um, I think... That's well, that's why. no way. No, that's no way to live. You can't if if both people are striving for one hundred percent. There's no there's no reason to keep score. Um, so I think that's where you're going to run into issues. It, it it's not an issue. Well, it it actually is an issue if you're you're not gonna. It's not gonna hit you until you notice that you're giving a hundred percent all the time, and he or she is giving ten percent all the time. It absolutely has to be addressed. Well, 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, so that's, but that's you don't keep score. At. So it's it's if they're you know meeting your needs. So too. So well, they're yeah. not then. Well, no, absolutely not. But it's I think keeping score is the the wrong term for it. Well, but I'm just saying that was a score. That was something that was thrown at me. You can call it what you want, but you need to assess your effort and your significant other's effort because if if you're putting in a hundred percent all the time and they're putting in ten or twenty percent, you're being taken advantage of. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what kind of relationship is that? Well, you know what I mean? Michelle, that exists way more than you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. I, I would say probably 80% of my friends, males and females, that are having issues in their relationships today, 100% of that group, it's an effort problem. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's I'm always driving out to them or I'm the person that's always, you know, thinking of places to go or things to do. I'm the one that's saying I love you all of the time and I'm not hearing it from them. And I think and and maybe you're the person giving 10%, maybe you're the person giving 20% and you need to step back and you you need to think, okay, if I can't put in the effort to uh show this person that I value them enough to give 100%, I need to step back. Because that, that's the way I see it. I, I think if, if you feel like you're being taken advantage of, there's three things you can do. You can, uh, in a relationship, you either step up, you step back, or you step out. Yeah. Well, I think effort correlates with interest. So I think if someone's Absolutely. not putting in the effort, then they're probably not super interested and the relationship should probably not continue. Yes and no. I, 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 well, I believe there's lazy daters out there. There are people that are just like, uh, they'll pay for dinner tonight. Uh, they'll drive out to me. Uh, you know, they'll, I'll, I'll say, I love you, bef- you know, when they say it. And that, that goes back to being a coward and being afraid to be vulnerable. It goes back to that, you know, what we talked about earlier. So I think, you know, and, and one could argue that time and communication could fall under effort. You know, they can be subsets of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think effort's the biggest thing. And it's something that, you know, everybody needs to, um, you need to assess. And I don't think, you know, it, it'll make you crazy if every single day you're counting how many times that person's called you versus you calling them. I'm not saying that. I'm saying when it's obvious or you're starting to feel hurt and you need to start going, okay, I need to look at where the effort lies in this relationship. But do you ever say, like, if they're like, oh, you know, why don't you come out here and be like, no, I think really you should come over to my place tonight. Do you ever, like, put them in a situation where you just say no or put your foot down? or Absolutely. It comes a, there comes a point to where you need to, but not everybody sees that right away. Um, you need to, and then you need to see where that person or how that person responds. Because that person might just be a lazy dater and say, oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't even realize it. You've driven to my place the last five times, and I haven't been over there in three weeks. So, yeah, let me grab my stuff and I'm on my way. So it could be as simple as that. Or you get the person, as you mentioned earlier, they're just not interested enough, and they're they're just not feeling the relationship enough to give that extra um, effort. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, I think that's, I've noticed that. And so, no, I've noticed now, like, in my relationships, like, some of the dates I've been on in my interest level and the effort I gave, and it made me reflect on some past relationships. I'm like, wow, 
maybe that wasn't going as well as I thought it was. Why though? Um, what, did it have to do with the effort? Yeah. So for maybe if I'm going out with someone and I'm not wanting to put in as much of the effort because I don't have as much interest. Um, and I'm like, well, huh, he didn't do that. Maybe he wasn't <laughs> as interested in me as I thought he was. Right. So, um, yeah, so just kind of looking at, yeah, situations that you run into now and kind of using them to assess how, I guess, past relationships were. So, Absolutely. And I think these are three things that I'm t- constantly going to be bringing up in this podcast is it's going to be the effort, the communication, and the time. So I would like to know the thoughts of everybody listening to this podcast right now. So let me know what you think about effort, communication, and time. Let me know if you think uh, I missed any or there are some attributes that are more important than the ones that I brought up because I think, and in my opinion, if you master these three, you are going to have the start of a really, really awesome relationship. So uh, share this podcast with anybody you think that's not giving enough effort (laughs) and let them know why. And uh, check us out on uh, facebook.com slash the swipe club and uh, leave us a message, share our Facebook page and share this podcast. And thank you, Michelle, for coming again today. It's great to uh, be here. Thanks for having me. We'll have some more conversations in the future. Sounds great. Wow! You thought you were in paradise Cause I'm a cool, cool breeze (laughs) You thought you were blinded by the bright lights But (laughs) it was just me